just me. A place to be me, where you get to experience life. Life is a journey, not a guided tour. If you want the rainbow, you have to go through the rain. All right, we're back. We're back and welcome to another episode of Just Me. And today is the day we get to talk about love. Love doesn't hurt, but expectations do. We've been talking a lot about expectation, realistic and unrealistic expectations in these past couple of episodes. So today we're going to focus on the fact that love doesn't hurt, but expectations do. So as always, we're going to get a little background on our previous episodes, and then we're going to jump right into this next conversation. Yes. Welcome back, everybody. Welcome back, everybody. So in our previous um, episodes, we discussed what expectations are, expectations versus needs, and how expectations are what we would like to happen in the future, and needs are what we um, require in order to survive. And so those are two different things. And expectations can be reasonable or unreasonable based off of your values, your beliefs, and what that looks like in a relationship is all indicative on communication and effective communication. So as we move forward into um, further you know, um, deconstructing of love and expectations. Um, a comment that we came across was that love doesn't hurt, expectations do. It says love doesn't hurt, but expectations do. So when you think about that comment, um, there was an article that I read that says expectations indeed can create a lot of suffering. For most people, their perfectionism, lack of self-esteem, and feeling of not being good enough come from a sense that not having um, met their parental figure's expectations or not meeting their needs. So as a result, a lot of relationships and friendships um, also know that the struggle of conflict come from unvoiced demands from others. So a lot of times when we think about situations, our expectations may not be met. And then we equate those unmet expectations to, we generalize that unmet expectation to, this person doesn't love me. This person doesn't appreciate me. What do you ladies think about that? It is common, like I do it all the time. <laughs> or I have done it all the time, put it like that. So I'm, I'm no different. That um, I don't I don't know if well I I would say I would equate it to a lot of how we was raised and that type of mindset that I that you're in but you can change so <clears throat> when um I was affected by say what people say or if they don't meet my expectation let me just keep it there that um. Until I changed the way I thought about things, um, looked at a bigger picture instead of what was, like, happening, it would hurt. But the more I brought in my mind, it made it easier for me. It makes it easier for me to navigate through each process. 
when I answer questions, they be looking at me like, Miss Tracy, where are you going? Because my mind is like everywhere. <laughs> <laughs> so I usually stump them, y'all. So you just got to give them a few minutes to figure out how they're going to reel me back in. Because I know I sound like a lot of y'all out there. But it's okay. So love is genuine, right? Mm-hmm. I guess it's supposed to be. Yeah. It's supposed to be. Um, and it's unconditional? It's supposed to be. Okay. But when it comes to expectations, they are conditional. Uh-huh. So love is unconditional, expectations unconditional. So I see the difference as it relates to that. Because love is genuine. Can we say love is a process and is something natural that happens when you and the person spend time together and and it's, you're building? Mm-hmm. Okay. But... Is love and the building of love based on expectations? Do I formulate my love for a person based off of my expectations and how they meet those expectations? Sometimes we don't say we do, but I feel that we always do. Um, I think we kind of we kind of mentioned a little bit in our last episode when I when we said something about those childhood like traumas and stuff. So. If I'm dealing with something and my concept of love was, um, that's how I got my concept of love. And so then I put certain expectations on people to help them help me identify with lo- what love means to me. So when you don't meet that expectation because that's what love to me, because that's how it was shown to me as a child. And that's how I that's how I receive it and felt love. So now when I'm expecting that from you and you don't give it the way that I'm used to seeing it or feeling it without me changing, I'm not going to accept it. It's a problem to me because that's not love to me. You have to make it look like how I see it and how I feel it because other than that, it's always going to be a problem. Mm. And so if you don't meet that expectation, then I'm hurt by it because you're not loving me mm-hmm. the way love looks like to me or feels like to me. I expect that from you because you're my partner. And it depends on the expectation, whatever that expectation is. Right. Not something materialistic. like Not now. Okay. But that's where that growth com- comes in the part. So. so basically your expectations are, when it comes to building that love has a lot to do with your values and beliefs. Mm-hmm. Versus expectations, I need for you to um, get me flowers every week. That's more of a materialistic. But that might be what you add into the pot of your definition of love. Yeah, because growing up, my dad brought my mother flowers. I can't bought something. So the fact that you bring me something on a regular basis is my concept of love. The moment you stop, you don't love me no more. You don't love me this week. I still, well, I don't love you. I just, I ran out of money. <laughs> so they, the, the store was closed. <laughs> but and, because, and I 
I, you talk to yourself, and that's how you get into that type of thinking, this thinking, thinking, like, oh, he read changes behavior, then what's this? Da, 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 da. And it had nothing to do with it, but because it was a sign of love and you're not doing it no more, it's, it's something that triggers, like, mm, I see it, it's not being done, he don't love you no more, mm-hmm. not that. He still loves you. Ask him what happened. Yes. You know, (laughs) yeah. So. And that's an expectation versus love. Now that your expectation Mm -hmm. is, okay, the flowers support the love, but that has nothing to do. If you take them and separate them, that has nothing to do with how much this person loves you. Correct. But what you have linked to it and what a lot of people link to it is, oh, this action equates to love. And I think that. Uh, and I know I'm getting, getting ready to go into a touchy subject right now, but I'm going to go ahead and dive in because um, my parents taught me how to swim. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, I'm going to dive into this um, this topic is when couples or partners cheat or um, step outside of the mm-hmm. relationship or the okay. marriage. Does that mean that that person doesn't love you anymore? Question mark. It just me that person was ready to die. <laughs> no, no, real talk. <laughs> it shouldn't, but it does. Mm-hmm. Um, that's that's just me. Again, um, if you're in a relationship with somebody, and say what for whatever reason you you're in a relationship today, you break up tomorrow. You don't stop loving that person overnight. The love that you have for that person is still there. Y'all just are no longer in a relationship where you can pour out that love to that person. You have to, I got all this love now, what am I going to do with it? And that's what drives me crazy or drives you crazy. Now what I'm going to do, you got me like this. So when you step out on me, am I going to, do I just stop loving you? In that moment, I still realize what is taking place, the love, I more disrespected our love than stop loving you. Mm. Say that again. I disrespected your love, but I didn't stop loving you. But I receive it and you can't love me because if you loved me, you wouldn't have did that to me. Mm -hmm. So in realistic expectations, if as part of our um, talk at the table when you say we're going to be in this relationship where that's not going to happen, then when it happens, I'm questioning, yo, it's more than just that. Now you're a liar because your truth was at that table mm-hmm. and you wasn't being true to yourself or you wasn't being true to me. So that's a problem. Mm-hmm. <clears throat> Outside of you cheating. Mm-hmm. Then the fact that you did it with somebody, it could be another problem because now you're going to bring home something to me, mm-hmm. you know, and then... uh you was over there. You were supposed to have been over here. That's why you couldn't uh, mow the lawn because you was over there. So that's another problem. Because, see, I could keep finding and creating what started out from one thing to this big, massive thing. And now my question is, you can't love me. You don't love me because you would have never did that to me. But I do love you. Take me back. I'll never do it again. So is that magnification? The distortion? Making it bigger than it really is? Mm-hmm. That's your hope. <clears throat> But when your hope becomes a reality, because, you know, then it's like, so it's a lot that unfolds in there. So that's why um, it's just in a relation. When you have that conversation, if you know that you still got some running in you, don't commit in a relationship. And if that person 
is honest, like, they don't want to wait. They don't want to wait. You got to move on to the next. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But when you deceive a person and say, this is what I want to do, and knowing that in your heart, you're not even close to capable of doing that. Like, matter of fact, I got somebody, as soon as I hang up the phone with you, I'm going to call them. Then don't do that. But we don't want to lose that person. So we tend to say, yeah, to change over time. Just be honest with yourself. Be true. Communicate that and don't um, agree to something that you know that it might be realistic for you, but it's unrealistic for me. And that's really being aware of who you are. So basically what we're saying is is that you have to work through it. You got to work through it. Versus saying I'm done after the situation Mm -hmm. because that's what we're doing now because we're not saying that it's right. Mm -hmm. It's just that we have to work through the situation and hopefully problem solve, you know. But if your working through ends up in a separation and that's just your work through, yeah, and that's okay yeah, because and, yeah. you knew that coming Correct. in. Like you're Correct. taking a risk of me, Correct. your family, and whatever, your, your two dogs, your four children, your house, your cat, you know, <laughs> it's a risk. Yeah. And if you take that risk and say, if I get caught, then I understand that's the price I pay, then it's time to pay up. Mm-hmm. And you can't be mad at me, be mad at yourself, or you keep doing what you're doing, mm-hmm. you know. And that's why in therapy, we try to encourage consumers to work through process, work through situations so you can bring closure to it. Mm-hmm. So it won't continue to affect you as you move forward within your life. And I like what you said about that, Ms. Shireen, is that the closure is because um, I have a couple of clients that, that have experienced this situation, but the comment is that, but I still love this person mm-hmm. and that's okay. And there is this this battle internally of how do I continue to love this person after this person has um, betrayed my expectations so significantly. And so when we talk about love doesn't hurt, but expectations do, that's a prime example of mm-hmm. you still love this person because you have so many other qualities that you guys share together. This expectation that was violated disappointed you and hurt you significantly. Mm-hmm. So it wasn't the love that hurt you. It was the expectation mm-hmm. that um, you were let down with. Mm-hmm. And that's where it comes down to. And when you, you said something before, you you have to know wherever that person um, shows up at. If that's how they show up in that area, then you make the determine, can I handle it? So wherever you are, that's what we have to that's what we have to meet you at. Mm-hmm. And if you if they hurt you, I'm in love, I can't leave, then we handle you where you're where you're at. And so what does that look like for you? When he comes home smelling like, or let me because we always say the man cheat. We women be cheating too. Mm-hmm. So man. I come home and I'm smelling like yes. <laughs> some yeah. cologne, you know, not yeah. perfume, but I'm smelling like cologne. That sandalwood yeah. <laughs> that you get from TJ Maxx and smell like the men's is yes. And he, you know, and he decides like, you know, I ha- how do I deal with knowing that she was with somebody else, but she says she loved me, you know, and then you come in. You can't lie. I smell you. So let's have this conversation. If you're still going to do it, mm. what does that look like for me? Can I accept it? And if that's too much, then you need an exit plan. But if you say that um, it's not that you agree or accept the fact, but you don't, you choose not to leave, 
then you have to start making it um, that environment better for you. And when I say that, I mean like if your response normally is to act the fool when they come home because they smelling like that, change your behavior because they're not changing theirs. Mm-hmm. So you want peace and you don't want a headache, stop acting crazy when they come because you know they showing you. This yeah. is how they show up, what they're going to do. So you make adjustments. until, And if those adjustments are good and that's how it works in your address, that's your address. But in 54, the rest of my address, it's not going down like that. <laughs> Yeah. You know, so you, and a lot of times we look at um, other people's relationship and we, like say, we want to be judgmental. I could never do that. I would never do that. Get in that situation after three kids, 15 years of marriage, and your husband steps out and you never worked. Mm-hmm. And he come back. And you're like, oh, I leave him. Go ahead, baby. Then what? Yeah. You you say it, but then your friends all cur- encourage you behind you, patting your back. Leave him. I'll leave him. I'll leave him. But you can't come stay with none of them. Right. Mm-hmm. That part. So um, social media don't help because <laughs> we compare and aspect, and that, that jacks up your expectations a lot because her husband did it. Are they doing it over here in Atlanta? Are they doing it over here in L.A.? Why can't we do it? Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. You love the person. This is a behavior. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the person and the behavior. Can you separate it? It's hard when some of the behaviors, some of the behaviors you don't, you can separate them all, but some you don't want to. Some I just, I'm not trying. It's not even an option anymore. Because that's why she still loves him, even though he did what he did or she did what she did. Mm -hmm. She loved the person. She she didn't agree with the behavior. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And to have a healthier relationship. You have to come to the table and you have to talk about it. No matter how uncomfortable, how indifferent you may be, if you truly love, because love versus expectation, you hurt my expectation. I felt hurt based on the behavior because that violated my expectation. Correct. Now, you have to own your feelings. You as the person have to own your feelings. But coming to the table and talking to that other person, that other partner, um, helps to get on closer to the same page. Mm-hmm. Now, if they choose not to meet you on the same page, that's, that's okay. That's okay. Then maybe you need to re-identify and reevaluate some of those expectations and the overall relationship. But even for men and women that I have spoke with who say, even if they've chosen to part ways, they still love that person. Mm-hmm. For example, the situation I was in for 13 years, we are not together anymore, but I still love that person. And I will always love that person. Mm-hmm. That's the unconditional love. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. And what do you love about that person? I love the dedication as a father. I love the um, the way that he shows up for work. I love the way that he shows up for his family. I love the way that he lends his listening ear every time I have a whole fit. <laughs> <laughs> I love how he has humbled himself and grown as a person emotionally. And those are your values and beliefs. Mm-hmm. 
But do do we go in relationships asking the question what um what does love mean to you? What is, when a person say like I love you, do you say well what does love mean to you? You just happy that they finally said I love you, or when you tell a person I love you, do you go back and say tell them, you know this is what love it means to me. Oh, love feels like this. That's very important. I do. I do. I think that as I've grown, I do now. Because when I was younger, I didn't know what love was. Mm-hmm. And I knew what it was on TV. I knew it, what right. it was when, um, you know, from the teen magazines and what p- other people shared. But for me, what it meant to me, I didn't know. And so as I've gone through life and I've picked up little nuggets from other people's relationships, from my own relationships, oh, that's what I value. Oh, I like that, but not that. So that in and of itself helps to support that conversation that I have with a partner of mine about what love is. Love looks a lot different on TV from 1929 to now because once they put that color on that black and white, <laughs> it went crazy. Yeah, love looked lo- different. And again, it, um, it feeds you unrealistic expectations because if you look at some of the the relationships that, you know, well, I'm a doctor and I'm married to a doctor, like, is this going to be doctors-wise or basketball-wise, you know? So it's it's something that media has a a way of affecting or changing expectations, too. And I think that as we grow with relationships, love grows as well. So if we are starting off and we are working on going in on an apartment together or a house together, we're basically figuring out what it means to be stable, what it means to have a house, what it means to have shelter, what it means to have food and not live paycheck to paycheck to paycheck. So whatever you and I can do together to support our stability, um, that's the the need and or the love like you're in it with me you're my ride or die you're in it with you my co-pilot cool but then as we get to that stability and as we begin to move into the security as we begin to move into the um friendships and connections and the more intimate part of um experiential intimacy you know i want to experience this with you that's a whole different type of love and so as you grow with that person you begin to grow with your love but that expectation has to grow and be communicated as well. So I'm attributing my expectation of growth with my love. Um, my expectation is equated to my love. But they're two different things. So my expectation is, you know, we're going to go and experience, um, go to somebody else's wedding, or we're going to go and have this trip. We're going to go and have these different things. And so you're going to experience this with me. We're going to be able to have pictures in our family, a photo album, and all of those memories support my efforts around loving you because I was able to share that with you. But at the end of the day, everyone's love may not equate to that. Everyone's love is at different stages. So I think that that has a huge component to do with it, too. Um, And everyone's love looks different. So I'm hearing growth and time, time and growth, develop love. And as our expectations change, it also supports to develop our love. Does expectations grow? Oh, yeah. As you move further. Because 
if we were doing something that we were needing to do in order to survive at the age of 25, but we still doing those potentially asinine behaviors at the age of 30 and 35, we need to make some changes. We need to make some changes. <laughs> we need to make some changes. Because my what I have expected in order for us to get ahead when we were 20, 23, 25, or is not going to be the same is when I am 32, 35, 40, because we're in a different space in our lives. Expectations definitely change. And they hurt in the process. <laughs> they hurt in the process. Because even in our, um, in our last episode, we said unspoken expectation lead to discouragement. Unmet expectation lead to disappointment. Unreasonable expectation lead to defeat. Discouragement, disappointment, and defeat are all key words to hurt. So, and it all goes around expectation. So to say that love doesn't hurt, expectations do. And we're looking at unspoken, it hurts. Mm-hmm. Unmet, it hurts. Unreasonable, it hurts. So in knowing something hurts ahead of time, we can make corrections now, make adjustments so we don't have to endure that type of hurt. So if we got unspoken expectations, what do we do? We talk. Mm-hmm. <laughs> conversations unmet we talk they gotta know what they need to meet and unreasonable we adjust yeah don't agree if it is unrealistic don't be like yeah i can do that or yeah we should do that be like that that's gonna be hard Mm -hmm. let's let's work our way up and take baby steps until you get to be able to do all of that do a little bit at a time but make changes and you can't delay because what you're saying is that a lot of times people delay addressing things and that's how they things build up mm-hmm. and when when it's time to address sometimes it's too late and it's a difference between delay and just that timing because we did make in com- effective communication that timing is important mm-hmm. so um but timing and delay is not the same correct <laughs> so don't be like oh it's never the time it's never the time then Make an appointment, schedule an appointment at eight o'clock in the morning. As soon as you wake up, nothing, nothing happened for the whole day. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Something, but you have to you have to figure out a plan to um to adjust it. Yeah, because if he he has been if if he hasn't been coming home at night for the last two to three weeks, I mean, you have to address versus delay. Mm-hmm. How that makes you feel? Yes, mm-hmm. and own those feelings because. While you may be going through some sort of feelings and have those specific expectations, the other person that you're with may not know that those expectations are there or how it's making you feel. They may know that, yeah, um, the expectation is to come home and help with putting the kids to bed at nine o'clock. But how does it internally hurt you when that doesn't that expectation doesn't get met? And that person may not know how significant that hurts you. And if you don't say it, they can't read your mind. That's right. So for an example, you said two weeks he came home late. Yes. So walk me through the first week. How we don't how we get to two weeks. Exactly. So we need to check. <laughs> so after after it hurt you the first day or two, what do you say by the third day? If it bothered you, they wanted to. What do you start saying? First of all, 
after day one. After day one. Okay. Okay. <laughs> I'm noticing that you've changed up. What's going on? Ask open-ended questions. Okay. Nothing, nothing, honey. I just started out late. Day two, he came on late again. Sir, I need more information. Like, what did you say you were doing? You were doing? Okay. I noticed that. Oh, know. what's the matter? You don't trust me? Day three, he come home late again. What you do? Honey. <laughs> <laughs> See, it's it's so real. It's we're real. Gonna, yeah, yeah. We, we're going to have to really sit down and change up some things. Okay. Because this is day three. It, yeah. it cannot continue yeah. to go on like this. This is how I feel. Bam. This yeah. is how I this feel. This is how I feel. So let's sit to the table. Let's compromise or do something. Because to me, this is not acceptable. Okay. To me. Gotcha. So if you say, well, I disagree. And I'm going to keep moving forward. Then you keep moving forward, but there's going to be severe consequences. Because now, you're really challenging me. Yeah. We got to come. The table got bigger. Yeah, it got bigger. (laughs) It got bigger. But we have to be consistent with the communication. I'm not going to let up on this. You know what I'm saying? Sometimes we're not consistent. And sometimes we say, go ahead. Sometimes we don't articulate how much it hurts us. And... If the person has truly expressed their love for you and you guys are in a loving relationship, then there has to be some weight that holds with how you feel. You know, babe, listen, I'm feeling very overwhelmed trying Mm -hmm. to get our kids fed, homework, and to sleep so that I can do my own Mm self-reflection. And I really would be appreciative if you helped with that. Now, whatever he or she chooses to respond to, that's on them. That's on but I have been honest with myself and been vulnerable enough and expressed my expectations. Hey, this is what I'm feeling. This is what I would like to happen and what I expect. If you can't do it, okay. But just know that I'm going to start moving differently because I cannot mentally handle this at this rate and I cannot physically handle this at this rate. So whatever you're choosing to do with your whatever you're choosing to do, I know that it's not healthy for me. And as a partnership that we have agreed into, Mm -hmm. my health should be just as important as your own health. And your health is just as important to me as my own health. So we need to figure something else out. And here goes accountability. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And sometimes you got to take one for the team. Because when I don't want to do some of that stuff, I'm doing it just for that. Because I know he need it. Mm-hmm. Well, I, I, don't, yeah, I don't need it. Well, that's comfortable. Yep. So maybe he does need or she yeah. does need some some time out with the friends. Because... The kids is stressful. The work is stressful. Um, Appeasing me is stressful. So, yeah, I get it. Mm -hmm. Do you. Do you. But I need for us to have a conversation around that so I know that that's where you're at versus you're fed up with me overall. Because I will internalize something instantaneously. Oh, you don't love me no more? (laughs) No, I just said that I was going to McDonald's and I just didn't want your cooking. (laughs) But you don't love me no more. No, that's not what I said, Sasha. Okay. All right. So unspoken things can be very dangerous. Yeah. Mm. That's what I'm hearing. Yeah. Unspoken expectations. Yes. Mm. That leaves hurts. you that leaves you defeated. Yeah. Love doesn't hurt, but expectations do. Yes. yes. Yeah. All right. All right. Good talk, ladies. Good talk, ladies. Awesome. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for tapping in with us today. 
And again, if you have any questions, comments, or concerns, please hit us up at JustMePodcast, the number one, at gmail.com. And we definitely look forward to hearing from you guys in the future. And until next time, take care of yourself so that we can all take care of each other. Thank you so much for listening to Just Me Podcast. If you are seeking further one-on-one consultations, worksheets, and action steps from the ladies at Just Me Podcast, please review the monthly subscription packages starting at $9.99 at www.patreon.com backslash Just Me Podcast and the number one. If you are seeking further one-on-one diagnoses, interventions, and treatment plans, please consider scheduling an appointment with an individual counselor at Journeys Counseling Center. Journeys can be reached at 336-294-1349. The mission of Just Me Podcast is to use authentic conversations to uplift one's mind, body, and soul. The goal of Just Me Podcast is to offer affordable education and insight to individuals who experience financial barriers to accessing individualized behavioral health support. With that being said, the information, including opinions, advice, and recommendations discussed in this podcast is intended for informational and educational purposes only. Such information is not intended to substitute the recommendations of your own licensed therapist or healthcare provider. Although we are licensed behavioral health professionals, we are not your licensed behavioral health professional. As a result, the advice mentioned on this podcast should not replace the recommendations offered by your own qualified health professional.